And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Oh, yeah, friends. And good evening to you. Things are getting crazy again. When we do the live show, it gets a little nutty. And time really did move quickly. This is Amateur Radio Amplified on 100 Watts and a Wire. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Whether you're an experienced ham radio operator or just getting started, this podcast was created to mentor and entertain. Let's stick on that for a second. Well, we want to provide a, a community for a bunch of enthusiasts around the world. Episode number 401, welcome to it. You can tune in every Sunday, 6 o'clock Central, for the live recording of the show. Steve, W7UDI, is here. And Scotty, KC3BX, and we're all back in the saddle again. Hello, fellas. What's happening? Woo! We are back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Back yeah, it's been a couple of minutes. It's been a minute, <laughs> yeah, and everybody... Everybody's back, and it's a it's a good deal. Hopefully, we're going out and we're live. And uh, so, if you've been following along the audio podcast, there've been a couple in between the last one Scotty and I did, which that's been um, almost three weeks or a month ago. And uh, so, sometimes life just doesn't leave you alone. That's the thing. And a bit of a but, unless you've been following, and you may not. I don't know who catches up with whatever. But just for the fellas' sake. Easter Sunday, right? Had a um, start on a just let me explain kind of thing. Uh, Easter Sunday, friend of mine in California has a stroke, right? Guy ain't even 50 years old. Oh, terrible news. And I, you know, quickly brushed it on the show last week or whatever it was. But Wednesday, this brother dies. A friend of mine dies three days after having a stroke. And I got to say, it was a lot of like, you know, I think the older you get, and I'm not trying to be a bummer, but we're a community here and we come together and we talk about real stuff. That's that's all it is. But I think the older we get, fellas, our circle of friends starts to get smaller and smaller, you know, because we're getting yep. older. And um, and it just, it hit me like, you know, the loss, he was a friend, the guy I knew met probably in 2007, we worked on a project together. And just a good dude, the nicest guy and one of those things that end up testing, like, not just, like, faith, but just, like, man, how does something like this happen to a guy that's this nice, so good? Like, there's so many assholes that you could just strike them down. Like, I could point you out a couple. That, mm-hmm, that one over there, yeah, it was a good one. That was good, though. You did it. Like, this guy is, I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, wow, this one is not, you know, it was not a good one. And so it kind of gets you kind of in touch with what's going on with you, you know, how much time you're spending with the family, how much time you spend at work, what's it all worth? All these things are kind of swirling over me. And I did a show, just a, a solo show without the fellas, and I kind of talked about it, but we didn't really get into it. But it was one of those uh, weeks last week where you're just like, wow, man, you know, left behind a young kid, wife. All that sort of stuff. So anyway, here we are today. You know, I'm feeling better about it. It's one of those bummer kind of situations, yeah. but uh, yeah. it's good to get back with the fellas and laugh. Steve, pick it up like that because you know, I know you know firsthand, and I don't want to mean to take us down a, a, a path of uh, bumming out, but 
you know, the older that we go, the more days we have, uh, you know, we've got less in front of us than we do behind us. Any thoughts on that, Steve? Oh, yeah. I know exactly how you're feeling because I had the same thing. A really close friend of mine, uh, uh, Jim, W7DTS, uh, during the middle of the pandemic had the same thing. He suffered a stroke and a few days later uh, he passed. And the unfortunate part was his wife couldn't beat with him uh, those last few moments because the uh, pandemic and all, all the BS that went along with that as far as, uh, access into the hospital. So it's, uh, yeah, to this day, I still miss the guy and, uh, we've had a lot of fun, but like, like your friend in California, you know, one of the good ones and you're like going, Holy smokes. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it, it, we reflect on it and continue on and uh, move on. And then it just makes the friends that you have and the people around you and your family that much more special. And uh, so it's like, no, I know the feeling, brother. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I don't mean to start off on a bummer note, but it, last week was one of those ones. I guess it was last week now. Maybe it's been a little bit more than a week. Uh, but it's one of those things. It's just one of those things. It is the intersection of life and ham radio. And yeah, it messed me up for a little bit because you, I start to think about myself, you know, and it's like, how much time are you spending with the right people and doing the right things and having the fun? And what are you chasing? Are you doing what's fulfilling? You know, all this kind of stuff was what was going on in my mind because I can't change his situation. It's just his situation just sad. But you hope to pull out the... the um, the lesson in it but uh anyway thanks for indulging me in that scotty what what's going on where you are friend um excited to be putting together my first remote station wow to, to steer the conversation back into happy ham radio so <laughs> yeah um, we want to be bummed out come on <laughs> um acquired a an ft991 a a, a non-a model but that's just fine um and uh getting that was that my house sitting for my brother this weekend and uh we started working on getting that installed got a got a dipole up in one of his lovely oak trees and um had a nice conversation with don last night on 20 meters on the on that antenna and rig and looking forward to uh, setting that up at his place and then uh and then setting it up as a remote station as well so i'll be able to uh, be sitting right here in my shack with my crappy antenna um situation and uh be able to remote in over there and uh, have a much better antenna situation at my fingertips. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you'll tell us a little bit about that as you go, because frankly, I don't really understand the whole thing, how that works. I hear people do it, and I hear how it is done, but I don't know much about it. So we're going to follow you. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea, because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I think it's perfect. What do you think, Steve? He's he's going to go through the process. (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I want to start doing some of that... uh, you know, re- doing a little bit of remoting from the shack here into the house. And, uh, it's been one of those is like, where do you start? And, uh, <clears throat> information on the web is a little limited, but, uh, I'm going to go down the same path as you, Scotty. So, uh, that's just, well, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll hit the trail together, old Steve, man trying right. to figure it out. <laughs> right. I but, think you know, it's a great thing. There's internet, we all, there's internet at both locations, and the radio that I'm using has uh, can can hook up to a computer over USB for audio and and cat control. So can't be too complicated, I would think. But I don't know. 
We'll see. We're going to find out. We will find out. <laughs> you're going to have to explain it to us because that's something I would like to try. You know, when you're on vacations or you're away, I can imagine Steve mm-hmm. uh, having that powerhouse of a station that he works from at home, being able to tap into it somehow in Hawaii. I mean, how cool. Well, he's sipping cool his Mai Tais on the beach. I mean, that's nuts. That's or nuts. one of these. <laughs> what is that? What do you got there? Oh, just another it's... Hawaiian beer. Oh, Hawaiian. Okay, Hawaiian. Um, so I've got to catch up. It's been a while since we've all been together, at least on the screen and on the microphone for our listening audience. We appreciate you. If you're here as we do the live show and you have a question about anything, it can be anything, really, life or amateur radio. Put a cue in front of it, and uh, we will try to put that in our cue for tonight as we go through. Uh, mostly, uh, we're going to catch up. We're going to talk about the tune-up a little bit. Uh, I'm excited about that. I did some work this weekend we can discuss. And uh, thanks to Don, one of our net control operators, Sunday at 7 o'clock Central, you can hear Don usually running on 20 meters, and you would hear him after this if you're still around. But he also had a friend uh, who had a stroke, though, and thanks for sharing that. Luckily, his friend is still here uh, with us, and hopefully we'll make a recovery from that. But uh, thanks for sharing that story. I uh, I had a, a wacky weekend, and I played 38 Special for Steve because we made a contact, I think it was Friday night, mm-hmm. and he was talking about my daughters because, uh, you know, it's you know, we all have these kids, and they're growing up, and they just, ne- next thing you turn around, they're taller than you, they, you know, here they go. You're like, holy cow. And my eight-year-old was hanging out with me over the weekend as mom and the big girl went off and did a couple things they need to do. So I set up an antenna. I went 34 feet, Steve, on a on a mast in the old wooden shed. And I'm like, let me just go ahead and do a pre-tune-up run-through. Mm-hmm. Baby girl's like, uh, hey, can we set that tent up? Now, I got this tent from Paul. <laughs> this is a t- it sleeps 10. <laughs> I, you know, it's not one of these little, you know, little, like, shelters. You have to shake it's the pickled nuts out of it. Of it up. <laughs> it's a freaking mansion, you know. It's a it's a freaking mansion. It's a two room a two room uh, apartment. So uh, I was like, yeah, of course I'll set this up. And we got on the air on Friday, and we're talking about, uh, you know, spending time with your kids, this quality time, just start trying to carve out these moments because it's all moving so fast. I look at her sister, and I'm like, okay, I got this eight year old now. We're gonna. We're going to be doing some stuff with dear old dad. And it was cold. Like it was 40 or 41 degrees with like a really cold wind. So we were sort of in and out in in doing the um, camping. We stayed out as long as we could. Started to get a little too cold. We came back in doing the thing. But I can tell, guys, that she's going to be the one that's like, do you got one of those Forks, or what are they called? The fork and the spoon. Like I'm gonna make some. I want to make some cereal, Dad. What's going on? We're out here. And if anything else, it's a it's a good run through for like camping. I don't know if any of our listening audience has gotten into camping, but just like radio and portable radio, you really have to edit what you're taking out there. You know, like. And in the beginning, I did not edit, so I had a truck full of crap. You know what I mean? Like it. It wasn't almost being portable. It was like, take everything with you. But I, I noticed that camping's going to become one of those things where I've got to like 
really think about everything that we could possibly need all the way through it. Uh, Steve, you shared a little bit of uh, some of the camping exploits. I don't know if you tied in radio with your kids at all, but any thoughts on camping and uh, spending time with children? <laughs> this show's become oh, very oh God, yeah. PG. Yeah, we, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we we did our camping. <laughs> we did a lot of it uh, as the kids were uh, younger, and they still talk about it uh, to this day. And uh, didn't really incorporate too much of the radio because they just uh, they were a, a little bit younger, and they just they didn't have interest in it. They just wanted to get in the water. They wanted to go do stuff, and it was like. Mm-mm. We're not playing radio. We're going out and uh, messing around. And if we had the boat, uh, my father-in-law's boat with us, then it was like, oh, we're in the boat and we're out on the lake and stuff like that. So it was a a lot of memories and uh, taking the kids out. uh, And to this day, they're they they don't have the interest in the in the hobby, but that's okay. It's uh, they found their way and they went along. So. It, it was fun to talk about it Friday night and reminisce uh, from me, uh, just, you know, thinking back of, of my kids and going out camping and uh, and you and your daughter out in the Taj Mahal of tents mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, just having a good time. And uh, did you guys get to do the s'mores or uh, that's uh, for another day? Now, when she starts wanting, you know, mountain house, uh, those our free dry those freeze dried food and and other stuff the camping things and uh, then you know you, she's getting in deep the mountain house chili mac she yeah. was very like you know I think kids are very like um, I don't know what the the right word is but flexible I guess is the first word that comes to mind where resilient you know she was cool I kept bringing blankets out one of the comforts of we're not so far from home that I can't go back and get her another blanket. Or whatever she would need, right? This is the the programming in my mind to see if this starts to go into a real thing thing. I'm going to have to start thinking ahead like I do with my radio She's going to have to start thinking ahead too. So as far for as... For sure. Mm-hmm. So well, it, it's, you know, like blankets or this or that. Or, and in your case, it'll be radios and everything else. But uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to incorporate that and uh, with uh, with your daughter. She was totally like, you know, I want to, I'm like, baby, it's kind of cold, you know, because I'm being dad. I'm like, you know, it's, it's cold. And I could feel like it was cold to me, you know, and I'm like, okay, but she's like, she's very practical minded, you know, you know, the, um, the tent is blocking the wind, got lots of blankets. I'm cool. I'm all right. I'm having a good time. She's in there by herself. You know, I'm like, okay, we'll go a little bit more and. I'll check back in with you, you know. So we did like a mixture because we're close enough to the house. You know, the whole thing, to be quite honest, I'm like, I, you know, I, I want to make sure she can get to a bathroom, which we're close enough. There's a lot of leeway for, you know, we don't have to lock into doing it like that because you're going to have to go to the bathroom. You might decide you want to sleep in your own bed. You may have forgotten a stuffed animal. Like all these things are going through, right? But we're we're playing it. We're we're holding on loosely, like Steve tells me, hold on loose. <laughs> and uh, so it was a combination of both because we weren't really we didn't have to quite commit to being out somewhere where we couldn't turn around and go back, which was a nice kind of parlay into uh, the experience. Turn up you the next morning. Your toes into the uh, into the water there. 
she was right back like the next morning ready to go like because we didn't sleep out there and it's a good thing it, it was it was not really a cool night and i think if in my mind i'm thinking if she does sleep out here she's gonna be like eh. in the back of her mind it's gonna be like eh, god it was cold and windy and kind of crap <laughs> so when it's 64 degrees at night you know she be like i don't know i had a rough experience so we kind of like we did a little of both dad did a little radio i set up on a 30 foot 34 foot mast and got the old uh windham wire window antenna cooking and listened around a little bit. I ended up cleaning up the uh, shed, getting ready for the tune-up and field days not too far away. So that's what I was doing. But anyhow, that's it, man. Spend those times with your kids and, and the loss of my friend Tomo. He's from Japan. It just like, you know, it was it resonating with me. Like, do whatever she's cool with, whatever she wants to do, take that time. And she got it. So that was kind of it. And I was... I was doing radio just off, listening mostly. Um, we only have a couple minutes. So we'll take a little break, but I, I got to find out what you guys have been up to. Uh, Steve, what in the world have you been up to in the time between uh, Hawaii and <laughs> and today? So go minute by minute, if you will. Oh, man, I got <laughs> spanked. <laughs> I, got I feel oh, you. Right now. Oh, nice. The, uh, the engineers oh, just... Continue. <laughs> they they ganged up you, on me and they said, oh, "Did they yeah, use a spork? What the heck? What? <laughs> did you nope. get hit with a spork? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got hit with a coconut. <laughs> and, uh, it um it was just a uh, just cr just pandemonium for like a couple of weeks after getting back. I mean, I was only gone for a week, and they just uh, it was revenge of the engineers and. Uh, so we're just uh, kind of getting back into normal here. Um, still waiting for spring to arrive. It's been kind of cool. We're supposed to get into the 70s uh, by midweek coming up. So kind of looking forward to that. Uh, slowly starting to do some outdoor projects and getting ready to do some antenna projects. And uh, I got to climb the tower and take care of a couple of things. And uh, <laughs> the other day, I, uh, I looked up on the... Uh, up at the 160 antenna and all tangled up in the 160 antenna was a tumbleweed up at 80 at 75 feet and i'm like going jeez that sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like Are you kidding? and then by the time and i was going to take the drone out and go fly it and uh, take a picture of it and uh, then the wind came up and uh, blew the tumbleweed away so oh, good. <laughs> as fast as it came it it disappeared but it was the funniest thing to have a tumbleweed up at 75 80 feet in the air so <laughs> damn <laughs> so well, you that's pretty much in a nutshell do you think, here's a question, I wonder, Scotty, does he sound like he's on his microphone or a camera microphone? Oh, shit, did that? He might. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, he sounds like, he sounds like he's no. on his mic. Okay. All right. A little bit of editing work. That's okay. <laughs> Somebody was listening. We'll have to send that out to Maryland to, uh, to, to get that one cleaned up. That was pretty rough. I don't know where, I'm sure all of our faces were like, Squeeze yeah. one back in the old editor there. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back. We're back. Welcome so back. the people listening later, you won't even know uh, what happened. So I'm not even sure exactly what what happened and where we were. But it's a good time for us to move into this week in radio history. April 21st, 1921. It's going way back, but uh, 
We ate a lot of oatmeal back in those days. I think we called them the grits. We didn't always have butter to put on the grits. Steve and I sort of ate from the same bowl, if you will. Scotty was born a short time after. Uh, then we had to share. We had sporks, and we had to share one bowl between three dudes. But also in uh, Toledo, Ohio, they get a uh, radio map. When Earl Frank fired up a 10-watt transmitter at the Navri Hotel, not the Browns Hotel, that was something later that came quite later, (laughs) his station, which he called WTAL, would later become 1370 WSP. On April 25th, 1791, this was the year after Steve was born, so he didn't even have me or Scotty. But uh, Samuel Morse was a neighbor. He was also born on this day. <laughs> Were you born before Samuel Morse? That doesn't yeah. sound right. Also on April 25th, 1874, Marconi was born. And $5 to whoever can say his name uh, correctly. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Guillermo. Guillermo. That would that Guillermo. would be wrong. Guillermo. That, Gu- his name was Gary Guillermo. Marconi. <laughs> Gary, Gary, the L is silent. <laughs> Gary, all the G, the L, the I, E, and the L, Maro, all that was, means Gary Marconi. There was also a Gary Marconi born in Baltimore, 1984. Uh, Scotty's here to tell us about uh, what's going on with uh, regard to events. Scotty, what do you see? All right. We'll be, we'll be. <laughs> <laughs> and I mentioned we had several weeks off. And uh, <laughs> the first I think live. Yeah. Mark just threw him <laughs> with the, the horse and buggies <laughs> over at Brown's. All of a sudden, <laughs> get, all of a sudden <laughs> Gary, Gary Marconi's like blasting in my headphones. Like, where the hell is that going from? <laughs> Gary Marconi, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> all right, what's going on? Events, events, we've got events happening next weekend. It's all lies, guys. It's all lies. It's been Gary the whole time. Jesus. Um, 20 to April 29th and 30th, the 1010 International Spring Contest, uh, the digital version of their contest, is happening. That'll be fun, especially with 10 meters uh, happening these days. Uh, what else is happening next week in April 29th and 30th? The Florida Cuso party is going on. So, nice. Yeah. Get, the, get some, uh, you're at the, several North Florida, Central Florida, South Florida. Um, what else is happening? Special events. Um, April 14th through the 29th, it's the Whiskey for Moonshine special events. Um, whiskey for. Moonshine? Did you say Moonshine? Whiskey, whiskey for Moonshine. So W4M yeah, is called. <laughs> Um, Boone's oh. Mill, Virginia, uh, having a, a whiskey special event station uh, throughout the week. Also, what's happening, we have the anniversary of the birth of radio astronomy special event station, W9GFZ, um, uh, at the, uh, I think it's at the National, there's a uh, radio astronomy um, place in Virginia. I can't forget the uh, exactly where, but there'll be a... Um, doing a special event station from there, um, celebrating the uh, the birth of the radio astronomy field of, of studies uh, all happening next week. And some other things going on, you can check it out on the events channel on our Discord server. Back Very to good. you, Gary. 
Thank you very much. Gary Marconi, our new correspondent. Our new correspondent. He's a deep, deep relative of Marconi. We just call him Gary. Um, yeah. Uh, our thanks to Powerfilm Solar and Gigaparts. They're providing uh, quality solar power solutions for your portable operating needs. To explore Powerfilm Solar's selection of quality products, visit gigaparts.com and search 100 watts. So that's an easy way for you guys to help the show. It's free to you. What these guys want to do is see engagement. If you bought something, great. But what they're doing is they're testing the waters to see if 100 watts in a wire community members will actually hear this and go to the website and click on it. And uh, the first steps to seeing any engagement are those clicks. So that's an easy way to open a browser right now and do it if you don't mind. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, it seems to be getting a little bit of action over there. We'll give you some more dough. Or <laughs> not enough. Usually in my case, it's like not enough. And I remember having this conversation. Oh, you know, Rex posted something on Twitter about um, was it QSO Today lost the uh, icon pulled out of their podcast what? or something did you guys read what? that uh -oh. no. yeah man that's unfortunate because he's such a nice guy you know he does like these oral histories i still owe him uh, um time to sit and do it we hopefully we'll do one here soon but uh you know eric goose right eric has been on our show before and i don't know the story maybe i can um connect with eric and find out but i don't know why icom left that show that's like the least controversial show possible uh -huh. it's of all the stuff being made out there he's creating yeah, right. a uh, he's creating um basically an oral history of all these people my part of my reason is like i don't know man you don't really want to talk to me he's talking to these guys that create really interesting things and big electronics and i've been like i don't know man he's sure about that but he's documenting you know hams that have contributed to the hobby and i think what he does is great and it's unfortunate i don't know the whole story but apparently icom has uh, decided to pull the funding from that and that's that sucks that sucks yeah, um, that's 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 that does suck anyway I, I heard it i only know part of the story but if it if it means that icom left i'm interested in why it's their prerogative to leave um our show left icom a couple of years back i was just feeling like you know i wasn't feeling that supported i appreciated the effort um you know they were given a certain amount of money each month to put across the shows that's how it works and if they don't see the engagement they may not feel that that money's worth it but one of the smart things i think icom was doing was they were all over everything they put their money all over they were the only people advertising on across all of these platforms and uh, the team Yesu didn't want to do that. Like Yesu, I didn't understand why they won't do it. But or Kenwood, right? Or Flex, or what are some of the other ones? They didn't do it. Icom, I thought, was taking a smart business stance, at least, to get themselves spread across all of these different shows. It's just that some of our shows probably weren't seeing as much love as others. And for us, I was like, you know, thanks, but uh, we moved on. But it, Eric, it almost I, sounds to me that it was just a business decision, probably yeah. that was, you know, 
came down from uh, Tokyo and uh, they're uh, trying to, they probably have a little smaller pot of uh, advertising dollars to work with. So they're making the hard choice. I get it. You know, it's, it is tough times and it's, it's hard. That's why for us, I think it's important to be community supported and it's great when you can get these, you know, that this comes contingent. I, I love power film. I own their stuff. And uh, Gigaparts is a great store to to go and buy different things from. I, I love the options, and I'm super happy and proud that they're confident in us during, like, Q1 or whatever it'll do. And hopefully they'll see the engagement. And, they'll, you know, nobody's getting rich, but it helps pay the bills, and it's great. But it's always been important to me that we are community-supported for when that dries up. They'll say, they'll get, you know, eh, I don't know. We're going to try... Ham jabronis, ham jabronis. They seem to have some, a lot of good guys over there. And yeah, we're going to do that now. And they'll move away and you're like, okay, bye, thanks. So being community supported is a big uh, bonus for our community. And uh, so if you have value or you find value in the 100 Watts and Wire community, you can support the content and the community you enjoy by visiting buymeacoffee.com, like that transition backslash 100 watts this structure i like a lot because you can give or not give it doesn't matter you can choose to give all at once you could set up a monthly contribution we came up with a dipole level which is one dollar per episode four dollars a month generally um and there's some benefits to that and it's actually cheaper than a real cup of coffee if you go up to steve's starbucks (laughs) i think steve oh my oh my goodness a coffee there (laughs) You want cream? How much is cream? Two fifty. No, don't want cream. No, no, no. Sir. At least come with a spork. You get a spork in there. That's going to be another two fifty. So that, that's the REI version. REI. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. REI. REI around here closed. I was. I was Did sad. It? I used to, I used to no. buy a bunch of stuff from them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but, maybe they just moved. I don't know, but they're not around that I see anymore. At least not in this area. Um, thank you to Dave Guter, who has been with us since the beginning. He remembers when we first got kicking, and he couldn't believe we had reached 400, and 400 came without much fanfare because, as I mentioned before, my buddy passed away. I was like, oh, man, it's just let me go ahead and do a quick little thing here, waka waka. But thanks to Dave. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts. If it f- works for you, Great. Uh, advertising can become fic- uh, fickle. Sponsorships can come and go, but our community, uh, they can help support. All right. So, Scotty, what have you been up to uh, in the time between? I don't think we got to properly see what you were doing. You've been uh, mapping out remote situations up in trees, 40, 65 feet. What are you working on? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, the remote thing is uh, I haven't really sunk a whole lot of time into it yet. I just kind of acquired the main components, that one being a, a decent antenna to put up in the tree and the radio to hook up to it. So now comes the fun part of trying to figure out how to uh, how to control it all, all all in. I'll need to figure out how to, uh, you know, whether to use, uh, you know, I need to get some, some, uh, some power strips that I can control over the Internet. I've been hearing about this Node Red, um, which is a sort of a, sort of a visual programming language that IBM developed that's becoming real popular for the Internet of Things world. Uh, so maybe I'm thinking about exploring that. I don't know much about any of that stuff yet. So I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of excited to jump into this rabbit hole blind. 
um, with my spork and <laughs> with my Swiss Army knife with the spork on the side. I wish I had it and, here. It's it's actually in that bag right over there. I, I will I will I will produce a spork sometime today. Actually, my my camp kitchen uh, tote is sitting right here to the right, and I'm sure okay. that I have several sporks in there. I got, I got a spork. They probably, they probably smell a little funky. They need a good scrubbing from the from the last trip, which has been a while. Um, not much. I bought off. Uh, I've been I haven't really been on the radio too much. Um, but I've been uh, kind of uh, collecting some um, some test equipment. So now in my in my new role back at the studio, working in the tech shop, I'm helping fix stuff. I've uh, I've kind of kind of my my things that I'm I'm buying are kind of more test related now. Um, so instead of buying a uh, something radio related, I'm I'm on eBay scouring for like old HP like uh, function generators and. Um, so I'm kind of want to add some uh, some cool pieces to my 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 workbench, my electrical workbench at work and at and at home. Um, so I picked up a an oscilloscope and um, and uh, shopping for a few other things to kind of flesh <laughs> flesh that out. And um, and I want to start playing, uh, making some guitar overdrive pedals and some. I'm gonna get into that sort of stuff. I want to get into heavy into tinkering with electronics, which I haven't really given myself time to do. So. That's kind of what I've been, uh, where my mind's been the last few weeks since our last, uh, since our last gathering here on the YouTube's. Has anyone noticed that he's like, eh, not too much, just <laughs> and <laughs> test equipment and okay, yeah, okay, not much at all, man, not much at all. I hope you pick up soon. Get busy soon. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope so. It's all these are all things that are in the in the brain rolodex. Nothing, nothing that's uh taking any uh much much live action yet but we'll see, we'll see how gonna, it goes we're going to talk about Hamfest in a minute we have a special event coming up it's an operating event called the 100 watts and a wire spring tune-up it happens the second week of june we also have a fallout second week of october but you know i did a dry run through this week steve and you know it's so exciting like it's so exciting like i i want i hope we can do um Something like we did when we found out that Uncle Paul had these huge gordos and would just drop them. I was them. just thinking of that. I mean, he would not, he doesn't care. That's just the kind of guy that doesn't care. Us. Just stomped on us. You know, my, my grandfather was like that. Like, he, he, he didn't care. Like, he would be wherever he wanted to be and he would just tell you whatever he had to tell you. And if he had to drop his Gordos right on your head, so be it. And during the last tune-up, Steve and I were live streaming about, with about the, as much success as we've had here tonight with the glitch and the f- drop-off and the start-over and try again, fool. But anyway, uh, Steve and I were, were going around and people were contributing to like, you know, there's a station calling a tune-up on such and such frequency. And Steve and I would go to it. Both of us running 100 watts. We're both out portable in the field. It's getting dark. We're hanging out, and you know I'm at, I'm in on my 100 watt rig. Steve's in there somewhere. Thank you. Bye bye. You know Steve doing his thing, and then uh, all of a sudden you were calling and calling. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. And on the live stream, we're like, we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. We're getting close. Keep calling, Steve. All of a sudden you hear, oh, somebody's on. November 2, Hotel Yankee Gong. Like, 
oh, and they pick him up right like that. And it's just like, I got one for you, Steve. Bloop. One for you, Christian. Bloop. Enjoy the scent of my nuts. But I'm getting in. I'm getting in first. Deal with it. Thanks for the tip. These are no beaver nuts or anything like that. These are. These are like. These are the Gordos from the East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got stomped. (laughs) (laughs) So wherever we would go. Paul would go, and he would go with 1,400, 1,200 watts while we're out there trying to call, and he didn't care. He's like, I'll try it. November 2, Hotel Yankee. And we're screaming from the woods with nuts on our face. Like, like my neck hurts, Steve. My neck hurts. <laughs> you know, and you're just there so long, you're just like, let me just get a little taste. <laughs> These are this is pickled. This is pickled, I think. <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> Good lord. They were, they were anyway, sweaty. So the tune-up is one fun time. Let's tell let's no. see. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Even though we got stomped on, it was still a blast to to set up and uh just get out there and uh, operate. It was I had a lot of fun, and we we still having fun with it uh, to this day. So come and join. Uh, wow, on look the at this! It's- a super chat, Edham, Edham. How about that? Thank you, five dollars for super chat. We haven't had any. Oh, uh, we had like one one time a long time ago. I guess you gotta gotta talk about Paul and what he does to you when you're in a. I can imagine in a contest, you know, he's just like I, I wore these flexible trousers. I think I'm gonna make a couple calls. <laughs> so uh, yeah we go 100 watts you can um any band any mode anytime just call cq uh tune up if you want to and post up on our social media discord facebook it's all good uh spot yourself i don't care it's not a contest it's just an operating event and uh we'll have some stations you're looking or listening to three of them at least and we'll get on that weekend at some point hopefully together and we'll do a little bit of a chase you can be in your own shack if you want, run power if you want. The thing I like about it is it's the portable aspect. I'm I'm just far enough away from everything I need to make it a bit of a hassle to go back or a long walk. You know, I'm, in a, I'm not out in a park. I'm at home. But being able to set up, have your gear, have whatever you need, get it up and have it working, have your power source sorted out, um... It's a, it's kind of a thrill, and uh, we enjoy doing it. So hopefully, if you're listening to this or watching this, anybody can do it whenever. And uh, Steve, what what are some of the rigs you're thinking about? I know field day comes up; it's right on the heels. This was tune up was created as a way to sort of get your own mm-hmm. system out there. You know, get your own rig, get your own antenna. Maybe something you've been trying to test because your radio club, if you're working with them, you may be assigned a certain role. And um, Steve, what do you, what do you, have you thought about it? I know we still have some time, but we wanted to start talking about it early. Uh, what do you I'll like? Probably end up using the one thousand again, like I did last time, because it's just <clears throat> simpler. Just drag an extension cord out, and uh, it already has a built-in power supply. And I'm just uh, going to concentrate on some uh, couple different antennas. And uh, you know, we got the vulnerable double bazooka, and uh, maybe. Uh, Build a couple of off-center fed dipoles and maybe a dipole or two here, different bands. Uh, 
I do want to try 17 meters. Um, I haven't been on that band, so I figure I'll slap together at least a double bazooka or just a basic dipole for uh, for 17 meters and uh, try to operate there. And uh, just uh, maybe if I get enough, if I remember and I ordered it in time, maybe uh, an infed and uh, delve into that uh, arena too, where a lot of a lot of people are in and just. And who knows? Maybe a vertical. I don't know. Ooh, See what, what happens. What? what? There was so. a question about your um, double bazooka on the double bazooka video. I looked, and I think mm -hmm. it was yesterday, and they asked actually instead of an inverted V, and I've never seen like a horizontal V. You know where the ends, the elements would be up higher than the center point, actually shaping oh, yeah, a like a real droop, V, like a U or something like that. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be cool. <clears throat> yeah okay. That's I'll let them know yeah, that that, that would be. be okay. Mine are inverted, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I, I figured it would be. I don't know what sort of pattern it would produce, but uh, I guess it would be closer to almost a flat top. But if you had to droop it down in a V shape, uh, an actual V shape, I guess it's okay. It would. I would say, think it would uh, operate the same as uh, being inverted. So okay, but uh, yeah, cool. Sidecar yeah. is a vertical. It's going to be a vertical double bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We got a couple of uh, questions I want to get to. There's been uh, one coming from the chat. If you have a question and you're with us tonight, put a cue in front of it. And we will try to answer it. Oh, one got away. I, It was in our last stream. This one got broken, but hopefully Ricardo's can. Come oh, back. I remember what. I remember oh, you remember? Cool. I'll, I'll, we'll get to I'll that. Type it up. All right. Let's, uh, let's see what Hamfest are going on. Scotty's here with the report. All right, Hamfest coming up. Um, what do we got here? Um, April 28th and 29th, um, New England Amateur Radio Festival, the Near Fest. I believe this is Near Fest 33, uh, happening in Deerfield, New Hampshire. Uh, uh, April 29th um, in York, or not in York, but it's the York Hamfest in Spring Grove, Pennsylvania. I might, uh, that's not too far up the road from my brothers. I might have to sneak up perhaps. Um, and a few of our other, other ham fests happening. I uh, have uh, things listed on the events channel on our Discord server. Right Back on. to you, Gary. Right on. Gary Marconi here with a live report. If you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power. Offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios, visit BioNOPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O Power.com. Gary Marconi, back to the studio. All right, this is the time of the uh, the show where we like to take some questions, and it's been a minute. There have been people waiting patiently. A uh, question like, I went through his whole GD Hawaiian vacation. I hope he got laid. Um, peace and love. Let's uh, take a couple questions here. This one might uh, need a little more explanation, but the question is, how do I properly use an antenna analyzer. Mm, Steve might need a little more time for this and some props. Well, first place you want to get your antenna in the its final position, wherever it's going to be, you know, at, at 30, 40, 50, whatever uh, position your antenna is going to, um, is going to be. And you just have, and then you're just going to hook your uh, antenna analyzer up to the end of your coax. That's going to, before it goes into the radio. And then you'll, uh, 
either sweep across the band that uh, your antenna is tuned for or just sweep all of the whole HF band. And then you'll get to see the uh, <clears throat> where the dips are, if it's like the old MFJ style or a uh, if it has a, a graphical uh, interface or display, you, you can uh, see where graphically how it will come out. This might be a good thing or do a little video on how to the basics of uh, various antenna analyzers that uh, if there's interest, uh, we could probably slap something together uh, as far as, you know, hooking it up and uh, and then try to interpolate what you are seeing. And, uh, you know, if your reading is low on the high end or low on the low end, what does that mean? And uh, we could probably do something like that. But uh, it's just to utilize the antenna make sure no one else is transmitting around uh if you know if you're trying to use an antenna analyzer in a field day setup make sure no one else is transmitting within the hf band or vhf band wherever you're you know you're utilizing the antenna analyzer because that will have an effect essentially what it does it just sends out a little bit of a, a small signal like 10 milliwatts or whatever and then it's looking at uh the reflected power coming back as it's sweeping across the band or as you're tuning it across the band. So pretty basic, simple uh, device, but uh, <clears throat> just be aware of, uh, you know, your operating uh, conditions wherever you're doing the, uh, the analyzing. If you'd like to see a short video on how to use and operate the basics of an antenna analyzer, please put yes right now in the chat. And uh, you can let us know if you're listening to this down the road. But uh, for our friends who are here with us, put a yes in the chat, and we'd like to know. Go ahead, or Steve. join us in the uh, Discord group and uh, ask questions. Yes. Very good. If you'd like to see that, yes in the chat. Next question. Do I need to connect my computer to my radio to do digital modes? This might be one for the East Coast contingent. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Not necessarily. It's um a lot of the digital modes is just uh it's just passing audio back and forth between um the software uh, on the computer the um and the audio in in and out of the of the rig. There's a lot of folks that run digital modes um where they have uh um just uh like a standard audio interface, like a little USB audio interface, or even if on an older laptop where it has the mic input and the headphone output on those little three point five millimeter connectors. Um, and feeding audio in and out of the radio at uh, at audio level, it mic you know mic in or line in on your radio if it has it, and then headphone out back to the radio, and then using say like Vox setting on your radio so that when you have your computer, you could get it to generate whatever signal uh, it's going to make for the mode you're working, and it sends it you know as an audio signal into the mic input of the rig, and the rig set the you know to transmit when it has audio coming in on its mic input, and it kicks in. And passes that uh, that signal uh, over over the air, and then the output um, when you're with the contacts that you're working, the signal they're sending back, going back into the computer just as audio, um, and then it's being decoded by uh, by the software you're running on your computer. So you don't necessarily have to have your computer connected as far as like USB and that sort of thing. Now it, it does get um, a little bit more complicated when you get the computer controlled transmit happening, get cat control happening, and Things can get a little more involved, but um, and even some modern rigs, uh, like I know my FT DX three three thousand will do uh, will do RTTY just in the box. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even have to turn the computer on. So it depends on the mode. Um, but at uh, at the very basic level, the computer needs to be hooked up to the radio um, with just audio in and out with your headphone and mic jacks on on both your computer and and the rig. So. Steve, anything to okay. add? Yeah, exactly. There are radios out there that have some built-in um, digital modes like RTTY, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised within the next five years, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this one, that you're going to start seeing ICOM uh, and probably Yesu that are going to incorporate FT8 in their radios in yeah, the next that... line. So all you have to do yeah. is... Yeah. Hook a keyboard up to your radio, plug it into a USB port on the back, and uh, hook up your uh, HDMI or DVI connector to a monitor, and or, and you'll have FT8 right in the radio. It'll be truly a shack in a box, so you won't have to have uh, to do any <laughs> of the audio interfacing or the software. It's going to be incorporated into the radio. Is my prediction in the, I'd say in the next five years or so. But, uh, but as Scotty pointed out, it's uh, exactly just like that. FT8 really saved the day for the Bouvet D expedition. I mean, mm-hmm. they really did get a lot of contacts that way. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Uh, Ricardo was asking uh, for antenna recommendations to maximize his QSOs, his contacts during the Florida QSO party. I would look at something more on NVIS, so antennas that are going to be on the lower side, not as high. Um, uh, verticals will turn around and go, will get you out of the state, but think of a, dipo- a low-mounted dipole or something like that to maximize your local contacts You know, within Florida. Unless you want to start making contacts all around the, uh, around the states, but like most Q- uh, QSO parties... You know, you want to work all the counties in your uh, in your state, and so you want to ha- kind of have an antenna system that's going to maximize local coverage. So you're not going to want an antenna, you know, 100 feet or anything like that. You're going to be having it down around 25, 10, 15 feet, somewhere around there. Kind of start thinking in that uh, in that realm there, Ricardo. All right, I hope that helps. Okay, let's go to uh, let's go to another. We've got a little bit of time here. Let's see. Next question, does a tube radio sound better than a solid state radio? Ooh. I'm going to say yes. Yes, they, <laughs> yes it, 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 when you hear a, a, uh, a, a tube radio on the air, it is, it is different. It is, it's, it's, it's smooth. <laughs> it's just kind of really, it's like a good bourbon. Or a scotch. It's oh, really well, it's robust. That's it's yeah. It's it's there's hands down. They they sound way richer, warmer, fuller. Mm-hmm. It's great. And they'll be off frequency. <laughs> the well, time, there's that too. But, but, but when you kind of just use your clarifier, whatever you're, uh, I don't, you're I don't know what you're talking then... about, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> but once <laughs> you get you got them dialed in, that all those tube radios just sound smooth. It's like tube microphones too, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, and, and tube, tube amplifiers. Amps. Oh it, lord, yeah. It, the circuitry is different. With tubes, you usually have to have transformers, um, and uh, transformers and tubes and audio is uh, is a a nice cuddly, you know, you cuddle up for your tuggy with uh, with that setup there. Good follow up question: <laughs> Does a tube microphone, radio, and amplifier make it move? You know. 
You Ooh. feel it move? Did it move? Does it? It does for me. That's a yes. I felt it move. <laughs> I felt it move. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it. We'll try to get a hold of it. Uh, and uh, good, good point there about the uh, huggies, the tuggies, the tuggies are. You definitely got to hold on loosely when we're getting a tuggy. It's Scotty's turn. So if if you're signing up for the one hundred watts and a wire tuggy, it's in the gift shop. Scotty's month to uh, service those accounts. But uh, hold on loosely, Scotty. But don't yeah, let it go. Yeah, the tuggies are right next to the gummies. So, you know, just uh, don't get it mixed up. <laughs> Hold on loosely. <laughs> Hold on loosely. But don't let it go. Woo! Ooh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Let's see if we can get another one in here as we've got the time. Should I create a tower maintenance schedule? This one for the big fella. Yes. <clears throat> yep. It's, uh, it's always good to... Uh, in the springtime is uh, go ahead and uh, if you have a tower up uh, inspect it uh, even uh, you know if it's a guide tower make sure your uh, guy anchors are uh, intact and uh, tension is uh, proper and then uh, and then do a visual inspection usually um, we'll uh, like at work we'll We'll get out a set of binoculars and we'll start uh, eyeballing the uh, the tower. If you have a drone or something like that, another uh, fine way to just fly your tower and uh, kind of do a visual inspection. And then, uh, if you're uh, you know confident enough that okay, we're we're in good shape, you climb it and then uh, and then you know check everything on the tower. In fact, that's kind of What's coming up for me is do my uh, annual uh, climb the tower and uh, inspect everything and make sure uh, uh, nothing is really uh, degraded from the uh, from the winter. So it is a uh, it is a good plan, dude. And make sure all your uh, connections are tight and uh, and they're all sealed up. And uh, and uh, as you're coming down, you know, inspect your coax because if there was lightning nearby, you could have a little pinhole through the uh, the outer jacket and that could uh, be a place for water to get into your coax and and wreak havoc and uh, that's the last thing you want to do i was i was pricing out coax the other day from just dx engineering just rg213 a buck 85 a foot oh dear. it is nuts a 500 that's... foot roll of uh, rg213 is 700 dollars. So, oh man lord no yeah. no yeah that's not so, good. So uh, the cost of coax has gone stupid, and uh, like everything else, so it uh, be uh, you know be mindful of your of your cable and everything, and take care of it, and seal up your connectors properly. All right, there you go. Thank you for that question. We appreciate that. If you have a question, you can drop a, drop me an email. You can put it on our social. Discord's a good place for things like that. We have a Facebook group. And all of the things, you can go to 100wattsandawire.com to learn more, get your 100-watt ID, listen to past episodes, go in the shop and order your Tuggy this month's special, Scotty. <laughs> oh, Whoa, where'd that sound effect Whoa. come from? That's a, that's... But it came in hot. It came in hot, which reminds me... Little... Contact Scotty for your 100 watts and a wire tuggy. It's his month. 
Uh, I don't know. I will find out. We'll find out how it goes. But anyway, there you go. Can you believe that we have uh, come to the end of another episode? Episode four hundred and one. And holy moly, it's fun to be back live. We're gonna go uh, do a Sunday evening net. We'll do a little live coverage for our friends here, unless we get tossed off again. Uh, pardon the pun, Scotty. <laughs> Good Lord. What the hell's going on around here? Hold on loosely. But don't let it go, Scotty. There is some money involved. Great googly moogly. Serve us well, Jedi. Well, we want to know what you're struggling with. Scott, you can tell Scotty while you're while you're uh while you're visiting. But tell us what you're struggling with. We want to know what's going on with you, and we can help um, solve any issues they may, you may be having with your ham radio uh, stuff. 7 o'clock now. We're going to leave it to you and head over to do live coverage. Thank you very much, fellas. Good to see you again. We will catch you in the post-show. 73, everybody. 73, guys. Good to see you. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.